0: Damn! I wish the Lakers didn't lose. <laughs> but, you
1: know, you gotta start uh, start the healing process. <laughs> Today's show, as always, sponsored by LevassaIslandApparel dot com for gear that represents the South Pacific island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at Lavasa dot After the nationwide vote.
2: The winner of American Idol twenty twenty three is
3: Ian e. Tongue. A heart oh, hurts
1: Aaron Gordon. Oh, my stomach is. Twisted right now. Come on, just win this game. Just win this game.
3: Just do
1: it. It's so close. Aaron Ah. Gordon, I thought he was about to get beat up by LeBron. Yeah, like they got tied up, and Aaron Gordon was holding his arm.
0: Yeah, Aaron Gordon, like, low key knocked him in the face. I mean, I know he got that beard for protection, but
1: I thought he was trying to sell that to the ref. I saw LeBron. LeBron, like, held his his face after Aaron Gordon hit him, but then he kind of, like, threw his head back and side-eyed towards the ref. And when the ref wasn't looking, he was like,
3: motherfucker.
1: Bro, (laughs) he had his arm in his neck, like, "Eh." I
3: was like, whoa.
1: Well, yeah, I think his right arm, Aaron Gordon was holding it. Aaron Gordon was was. holding his right arm. So his left arm, he was like, yo, get the fuck!" But that last shove where he shoved him out of bounds after the ref was already on him, uh, I, I, I just yeah I hope like the league doesn't like. I feel like these playoffs they're not really gonna do anything. But yeah, well, it's not looking good for our boys. We're fighting for their lives the whole day. The Lakers were up by 15 at halftime, by like 20 at, in the first quarter. LeBron had 31 points in the first half. He has 38 total with only a few minutes remaining in the game. Uh, two minutes left I thought he was going to get the 50 bomb I
0: thought that was the game plan But you know Yo. honestly that This is what I'm thinking Like LeBron's supposed to be super cerebral and everything
3: mm-hmm.
0: He's like If, if we're really going to freaking win this series Like being serious
3: Because
0: mm-hmm. he's probably still a little serious
1: We can't win it with me scoring 50 points every night Yeah no for real Yeah he's definitely looking around like I need help and no one else is really. Sad. I mean, the role players are. But if you go by just like how much everybody makes and how much they should be contributing, I feel like LeBron and AD making that. What do they make? Like fifty million more than that a year, and yeah. they're AD's they're relied on to not very numbers. good
0: offensively. I would say. Think he has like twelve points, fourteen points.
1: Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, I was saying earlier, LeBron came out on fire at 21 points in the first quarter. I was like, ooh, on pace for 84? Are you going to try to match Kobe? You know, get a, like get an 81 in there? Yeah, 21, 21 a quarter?
0: I thought – I was like, damn, his legs are going to explode. You can already tell <laughs> yeah.
1: he's,
0: he's limping. He's like, damn.
1: He's getting hit in the knee. Come on, man. Yeah, that game.
0: one where he took the first charge against Jokic. He got his leg buckled. His right leg got, like, smacked by Jokic's leg. I was like, oh, shoot.
1: It's a two-point game with less than two minutes to go. The Lakers need to win this game and then win the next three games. I mean, that that would be legacy ceiling. I'd be like, yeah. Wouldn't man, that so- be – would that just be a footnote? Or do you think that would take on, like, a big – like, the only person ever to bring back a team – from down 3-0 in a series is LeBron James. I feel like he would like to be that guy, but it's a lot of work at your your age, 38 season right now. Yeah, oh
0: snaps. I guess maybe when maybe when he came back from 3-1 back then, he could do maybe a 3-0 comeback, but
1: I don't know. Jamal Murray, man. Jamal Murray just decides to turn it on. Is he always this aggressive? I feel like since that game where he had that 20, what, 23.4th quarter, he's just like, oh, I can be that guy. Like, and I will take 30 shots. Something about light skins and shooting the ball.
3: <laughs> Bro, Michael
0: Porter Jr.,
1: the Splash Brothers. He's uh, definitely picking it up this postseason. I feel like I've seen Jamal Murray before, or maybe I'm I might be thinking of somebody else.
0: You wanna hear a crazy stat? Go. Since we're like kind of talking about so Carmelo Anthony retired after 19 years. Yeah. The and pick the that they got for trading him to New York turned into Jamal Murray. Oh what? Yeah, that was a pick number seven of the 2016 NBA draft traded from oh, New York to, to Denver.
1: Nuggets. Okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah. And like I guess a lot of people in Denver, they like appreciate what he did for the franchise as far as like kind of bring it back into relevancy
3: yeah,
0: uh, in the early two thousands, late two thousands. But a lot of them were butthurt for how he left and was like demanding a trade. And he kind of started that whole player migration player, the player empowerment. Yeah. Though, he was like, <laughs> get me the heck out of here.
1: Nice. Yeah. Come on. Hit these free throws. Win the next three possessions. Forest in the Santa, forest. And then Santa Claus will come and give you guys a present.
4: <laughs> Santa Claus will come.
1: Like, it's tied up oh. with a minute 13 to go.
0: Anthony Davis has, like, oh. 21 now, I think. 21. He
4: should have, he should have 40, not
1: LeBron. Uh, yeah, I need Anthony Davis to have that energy. Yeah. Unless they both that have, have 40. That's how it should be.
4: No, yeah, true. yeah yep, they yep, should. Yep, but yep. right now, I think you need Anthony Davis to have a better game than LeBron. Because... LeBron so far has been stepping up. If LeBron scores like twenty seven, you are good. You know what I mean. As long as the rest of the team is helping you, that's what you want. You
3: yeah, want he needs LeBron that. Not
4: to go out there and score thirty eight every game. It's not working so far.
0: Wow, very controversial call right now. What what just happened? Uh, everyone was fighting for the ball, and they were pushing and shoving, and the ball went out of bounds, and they said.
4: Denver? Bro, it's 51 ball. seconds. This motherfucker Joker
1: just pinballed in for a layup. <laughs> All right, this is this is what it comes down to, and we're gonna get this. 31 on. seconds. One
4: thirteen. One eleven. One thirteen. One eleven.
1: All right, two for one, right? <laughs>
4: I might be ahead of you guys by like a few minutes.
1: No, no, I'm seeing I'm 31.3. Ball okay. just tipped uh, out. Yeah, you're definitely ahead of me. All right, so the Lakers down two with 30 seconds left to go in game four. All right, question. It's doable. If, right, so a lot of people are saying if the Lakers got swept, it would ruin LeBron's legacy. What do you guys, what, do you guys Why see? would it ruin his legacy? Okay, I'm not the biggest
4: LeBron fan, but how does that ruin it? He's done a lot. Yeah, okay, some of them are a lot of individual accolades, but, but like – he still has championships and people always were like, well, he has no champions. Well, he's got championships now. He's got the accolades. I mean, and not only that, his his off court uh legacy will be far more greater than the one he needs off court. So the people that are talking that smack are actual haters. Like super haters. That's weird. Don't
1: what do, do you, that. What do you think, Mike? LeBron's legacy out the window if he if the Lakers got swept in the Western Conference Finals? Um, no, because they definitely
0: exceeded expectation. Uh, right. For like, remember when LeBron got hurt during the season? He was out for like two weeks,
3: about two and when, a half
0: weeks, and everyone was like, "They're not going to the playoffs right. at all." Went from an oh, eleven seed to a seven seed in the last two weeks of the season. Yes, like he did everything he could to propel this team. But sometimes your team does not do everything it can to like Delo oh. atrocious this series. Uh, I mean Austin <laughs> Reeves, Rui Hachimura, they they've been doing uh what they're brought there to do. Um, uh, but yeah, I would say Anthony Davis. We kind of wanted him to score more, but uh, you know. I think it's time to start considering uh when Bronny's gonna come
1: out and if he's gonna be a Laker. Is Bronny gonna be undrafted and the Lakers are gonna go mandatory sign him to keep LeBron for another <laughs> three years? Uh, I don't think he's good enough to be drafted this shit out of high school. So I'm wondering if he's to going to USC. Like,
4: yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like if, if he was one of those guys that were projected to like come right out of high school oh, if he was okay. able to, okay. then definitely like I think but it's hard to say whether he goes in jacket or not, because we haven't seen him like he's played good guys. He's played. a really great league. Yeah, I know. Right. 22
1: seconds. That's the shot. That's the shot we drew up. Oh, LeBron with the LeBron got the inbound and then went to the corner with Aaron Gordon on him and shot a fadeaway out of bounds. Uh, jumper and it hit the backboard. Uh, you Four thought it was left. Kawhi dog. What the heck? Four seconds. Right, okay, okay. Hold the ball. Hold the ball. Oh, four seconds. Wow. Four okay. seconds. Yo, this game might go into overtime. <laughs> <laughs> hey no,
4: that and that's the energy I need Zakers fans to have. Not this energy I'm saying like I don't know if you're on Facebook and you follow me, but I was on Facebook and I put it everybody knew what I was talking about. I was people arguing about it. Like I there were some like and I hate it because I know all three of us, we know basketball, we play basketball. But there's guys that don't play I understand that they know the game man some of these tools are talking out their ass and i was like that's why i love facebook cuz never fails me come on here there's so many coaches so many gms out here it's crazy
0: now facebook is wild with the
1: opinions that's so <laughs> funny. we have a uh, we have 4 seconds the game has gone into a commercial break so i want to go ahead and introduce everybody that we have here on the call this is a big this is going to be a big basketball talking group i already know that by the guys that we have on the call with us coach uh forrest dodolow welcome in, coach welcome in coach um coaching the american Samoa women's national team you've been a, a baller for a long time mike fiso baller knows everything yep. about it big laker fan you played at gonzaga on the women's team yeah uh and <laughs> we also have Miggs welcoming in uh for well, back home in american Samoa. Migs is a big Mavericks fan, big sad head. He's a commissioner for a fantasy basketball league. Uh, he knows a bunch of things basketball, and we want to welcome in right now.
4: Oh, Lance, I'm sorry, man. Thank you, man. I'm
1: sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Migs, what's going on, bro? I'm
4: sorry. Well,
2: how's, how's it going, guys? <laughs> is it
4: done? <laughs> it's <laughs> is done, it man. Over? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man.
1: I'm sorry. All right. So uh, it didn't. Ha- so the Lakers just got swept. Game four ends on a shot they do not make coming out of the timeout and the nuggets Beautiful. are advancing to the nba finals to play probably the miami heat
2: well deserved
1: the the nuggets the nuggets are a, a championship team how are we feeling right now uh with this exit for the lakers just, let's go with lakers like laker, laker fans first i i coming into this game down 3-0 you figured the series might not have been won but you knew it had to get done here Lakers run out of gas and I feel like that's kind of just been what's been going on lately LeBron definitely couldn't do it by himself but I was I was blaming LeBron for the losses earlier but really he's the one that kind of was the most consistent and I feel like we need to figure out what to do with Anthony Davis uh Mike, Lakers losing four. But make the Western Conference Finals after starting the season 2 and 0. What are your thoughts? I'm
0: glad to be here, I guess Denver was a better team. Um that's pretty much what it comes down to. Like I've been saying Jokic should have won the MVP. <laughs> he literally makes everyone around him so much better. Um LeBron Like you said, he just it seemed like he just ran out of gas. Ad didn't really seem like he was trying to put the team on his back. I don't know. Maybe that's like something like being on LeBron's team. Like you kind of get like your alphaness removed because you're like LeBron's there. But like I don't know. He could. I think Anthony Davis could have been a little more aggressive. I do think he was getting fouled a lot and they weren't calling it. But that is the life of a post player. So. It is what it is. On to next year. I want Denver to beat Miami. Definitely.
1: That's, yeah, that's going to be very interesting um, to see how Miami is going to play him. Is Jimmy Butler going to defend Jokic? Is he going to be like, fuck it, I'll do it. going to uh, cooked, I think, if he tries <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Jimmy might not be able to handle the Joker. <laughs> Forrest, uh, the Nuggets sweep the Lakers. Your thoughts? I'm not gonna say I'm happy, but sure not sad. So Tell oh, you that. Oh man, no!
0: He called it though. He called it. He said, "Jokic going to the finals to win that
4: finals MVP." I told you. Oh, I told you. Whoa,
3: the I script. Said
4: I said it. They sat Jokic down to, "Hey, look, man, you got two of them regular season ones already. You don't need another one. How about we give you an NBA Finals championship?" And the NBA Finals MVP, Yoke said, "Hey, I'm down." He said, "Brother, I'll <laughs> take it. I'll take it. I'll take it." So, no, I mean, same attitude, man. They, they it's hard to 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 coach a LeBron team because how much coaching are you really doing out there when LeBron can go out there and change whatever you just said in the huddle? You know, I'm not blaming LeBron for the loss. I'm just saying, you know, you have something drawn up where. Maybe you have uh, a strategy you come in, trying to run it, but LeBron has free will to be like, you know what, this is not working for me. I'm gonna change this on the court.
1: It's tough. You saying Le- tough. LeBron was undermining Darvin Ham this series or this uh, playoffs?
4: LeBron has undermined every coach he's ever played for.
0: Yeah, if he's so cerebral, then how come he didn't fucking win? That's what I'm. That's what I've been asking myself. <laughs> this guy's so smart.
4: Why didn't he freaking win? Why didn't he make the like He's so tired? Because they went and <laughs> no, signed guys him. like <laughs> No, hey. No, he was tired. But this is why they lost because they went out and put their faith in guys like Austin Reeves.
1: You know nah, I mean? nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Austin Reeves made half his shots. He had like 20 points. Austin Reeves is good. He's probably coming he back. He should have all his shots. Okay. Yeah. Nah. He LeBron, like that. He LeBron to... started hitting threes this game and he was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to do this all game. He did it for one hey. half and he couldn't do it the second half. The ibuprofen wore right. off. The knees started hurting.
4: <laughs> Where did, uh, what, 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 what college did Austin Reeves vote to?
0: Oklahoma, I think.
1: Uh, How much money did they get at Oklahoma? Wait. What does a person's college winning percentage have to do with them? As That's a, what I'm wondering. I think he, trained, got, he,
0: he transferred there. How, he went and played there for one year.
1: How long has he been winning for in life? He's a, he's, a, he's a good player. He's making shots. Hey, That's what the young. Lakers you need. Good,
4: you can be a good player, but you might not be a winner.
1: That's fine. I'm not blaming Austin Reeves at all. I see your narrative (laughs) building. I know what you're trying to do. He
4: did what he was
0: supposed to do.
1: He did, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, expecting Austin Reeves to have more than 20-plus points every game, that's kind of crazy. But once he gets a bunch of money this offseason, it might change the expectations, and he might. Look, I I didn't place the worth on him. He placed the worth on himself. Hey, he's him. He's him. And he's going to get some help next year. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Migs. What's are, you, up, man? are you happy to see uh, the Lakers lose in the Western Conference Finals?
2: Oh, man, that's an understatement. Honestly, I think <laughs> we've seen too much of the Lakers.
1: I, just so you guys
2: know, I'm, I'm not really a Laker fan. Uh, yeah, definitely been on the opposite side of the spectrum for like 20 plus years. It's a running joke. You know, I don't hate them as much, but uh, definitely glad to. Honestly, they they overperformed. They exceeded a lot of the expectations. Um they were a play-in team, but they got past, you know, the Grizzlies. No one really thought that was going to happen, but they did it. And then they got past the Warriors. Really, no one thought that was going to happen. And they proved this wrong again. So, in a way, this kind of loss, even though they got swept, is kind of like a moral victory just because, like – um you know like they kind of defied what everyone thought including laker fans no no laker fan thought they were going to win the chip this year come on
1: man like <laughs> not until we made the playoffs and then beat the grizzlies and then beat the warriors and then we were like oh
3: yeah, but, no, but, ring 18 yeah
2: but 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 no one had that belief like uh 5 6 weeks ago so yeah. you know here we are and you know lebron kind of makes that hope possible but just couldn't do it tonight you know but
1: yeah that's that's a good point. The Lakers definitely started there after their first 12 games, they were two and 10 and the worst team in the league. So definitely making it, you know, I mean, this is a whole what six, seven months later, but now the Lakers are uh, were in the Western Conference finals. So yeah, I do take that as I can see the positives in there being that players on your team that will return. Do get those reps and the, those postseason reps, which are different, more pressured, uh, which I think most of them, when they got the opportunity this postseason, uh, well, I guess some of them performed. Austin Reeves definitely took a bunch of shots um, and made them. Rui came out, was like all guard, Joker. Uh, Tristan Thompson, X Factor. Uh, that it. was crazy. Stop that it. was crazy to see. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. When Tristan Thompson checked in and I was like, is it the fourth quarter and we're down by 20? <laughs> it's the
4: Kardashian <laughs> X Factor. You, no, you, is... you, you know how I know Tristan Thompson? Because he had a kid with a Kardashian. That's why I know Tristan Thompson.
1: No. <laughs> you I saw, basketball? I saw Tristan Thompson rebounding, rebounding like he was in, like, Cleveland and Boston. And I was like, oh, I can see this working if he's going to be that guy. But then also he's a lot shorter than i remember like i feel like he was taller or had more bounce or was able yeah, to he's like the same he looked like the same size
0: as lebron standing next
1: to him i was like yeah i was like I mean, he pretty much is he's
0: like six nine okay he, he was setting 6'9". draymond screens everywhere well, i was like oh that's what we're doing now yeah. huh? he's like a <laughs> <he's> minute guy
1: <laughs> yo yeah well I was surprised that the uh, when I was looking at the box score uh, of last game and the Lakers had pulled uh, the starters with, you know, a little bit to go. um, And Tristan Thompson was like plus nine with one minute played. (laughs) I I was like, size, yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, that was interesting to see Tristan Thompson playing and it, it was working like I don't know what was happening, but it was throwing that first half was really good for the Lakers. They obviously, you know, went into halftime up 15. But like Lake, uh, like uh, Forrest pointed out, the Lakers, you know, what was that a minus 20 third quarter? Yes, sir. And oh, yes, sir. The third quarter you said is winning time. It's winning what, time. what does that mean it's... as a coach? What does what does that mean? Third quarter is winning time. Like you said, if you go into
4: the third quarter, they were down 15 going to the third quarter, you still have that whole third quarter to catch up, get it to get it to like, if you can tie it, you can tie it. If you're down by two, that's great too. You know, you can cut that lead in the third quarter and then sit and prepare to win. The third quarter is where everything happens. It determines like, if you have to use too much gas, like LeBron did tonight, like he he ended up playing, like I said, he ended up playing, trying not to lose instead of trying to win. So you know what I mean? Your third quarter, it really, it really gives you that momentum, it gives you that hope going into the fourth. Cause if you can beat a team in the third quarter and let them know that, nah, you ain't coming back from this one. You know, it, there's not much fight left in the fourth quarter. If you can also scare a team like Denver did in the third today, and the, the Lakers were probably like, damn, at first they're like, oh 15, you know, we, we got a little room to breathe. And then they went to that third quarter. And now they're like, Well, what the fuck? We did everything we could in the first three quarters, and now we're tied. How does that happen?
1: Yeah, you kind of have like a perfect first half, and you're thinking, we will just repeat this in the second half and then move on to game five. But instead, the Nuggets came out. Michael Porter Jr. over here hitting threes. Aaron Gordon over here hitting threes. Nikola Jokic over here hitting step back. Buzzer, shot clock beating threes. Those were crazy. Mike, you were talking about – the herky-jerky, step-back, weird. Yeah, speech. man, it's off and time. And he was banging them. Like, after the shot clock would go off, it's still rainbowing. And then... Yeah, he's, like, falling
0: down as backwards. Yeah. You're like,
1: what the You're like, this is- oh, this is going to be a weird-ass shot. And it's, like, a perfect arcing... It bang. <laughs> it's, it's
4: the closest... It's the closest to Nowitzki's, uh step-back or uh, turnaround that you'll ever see.
1: Well, we have a Navisky fan here in Migs. How would you compare that <laughs> fall away compared to, to switch? I,
2: I would say there's like a sort of graceful awkwardness to Jokic's shot, just because uh, it's such a high arcing shot, it's hard to block. But at the same time, you never really think it's gonna go in. It just looks <laughs> too ridiculous. Yeah, like it looks like a combination of like Larry Bird with like Sean Marion, only like from the top <laughs> of his head. Like, it's just such an awkward release. And even his footwork is, like, kind of, it's just not very standard to Mm -hmm. see. Yeah. But, you know, it just kind of speaks to, like, how good this guy is. Like, he will make a shot off balance, and he'll average 50% field goal. Like, it's just, like, impossible, but, like, it's, like, wow. Like, you're witnessing, like, greatness.
1: (laughs) What. Did was um was Dirk able to pass like Joker he, does?
2: He was never a passer. He was more along the same lines of Kobe, like give me the ball and then everyone else get out of the way. But
1: he didn't have to be a passer. He yeah, Steve Nash.
2: Yeah, he he would need someone to kind of set him up. But the good thing about Dirk was he always got his own shot. He had that special like kind of post up and then just fall away with the one-legged yeah. like uh, just a leg in the air, like. He was automatic from there. And Jokic, too. Like, you know, a lot of people kind of pawned off Dirk's moves, like KD, like LeBron. They'll kind of have that one-legged step back as well. And it's like a really effective shot. Sometimes the most awkward-looking shots just happen to work.
1: So Yeah, you talk about Sean Marion, too. But, (laughs) yeah, it feels like maybe it's so awkward that, traditional defenders aren't ready for it like they're yeah. they're looking at his setup and they're like well the way his feet are planted right now he's going to be dribbling and instead he shoots and they're a half second late oh, and they're it's not like anymore. a shuffle
2: like he does yeah. like a, yeah i think they yeah. call it the somber shuffle <laughs> Let me, yeah, yeah tempo a, yeah, too a...
1: like
0: like basketball is all about tempo boom 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 and then he's like it's like boom 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 and then
2: boom, boom.
4: <laughs> so you're like oh <laughs> shoot <laughs> i hey, wasn't ready remember, for that uh... You remember Sergio? He used to ref games back in American Samoa? This white dude, his name was Oh, Sergio. yeah, 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 from Texas. Okay, all right, all right. So when he first got to American Samoa, he was telling kids in Uli, because I think he stayed back to Coconut Point, he was telling kids that he used to play D1 ball. So we heard that. And we went to uh, one of the, I think he played for Development Bank. And we got to the gym, and I saw him doing warm-ups. I saw him doing warm-ups. And, I was, and Will was outside. Will's my roommate, who's also one of the coldest point guards I've ever coached. Yeah, um, shout out, Will. He walks into the gym. I said, let's watch this game because this dude over there said he played D1, but he also shoots just like Sean Marriott. Well, I didn't say shoot. I said plays just like Sean Marriott. <laughs> so Will's like, you know, we're always hyped to watch, like, really good basketball players. But he was hyped. We went and sat down, warm-up started. That <laughs> they passing the ball. First off, this fool, he does that dribble. You know how people dribble and bounce with the ball? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That was the first one right? Red Looked at Who looked at me. and was like, "Bro, I said, like, wait, just wait. That's what he <laughs> wait." All the way to the corner, flicked it. Had the Sean Man release, and Will grabbed his stuff. Let's go home, man. Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, oh man, bro, his shot looked exactly like Sean Man. Nowhere near as accurate.
1: But oh, he didn't go in though. The shot didn't make. <laughs> it missed the rim, bro. Oh, it missed the rim. Oh no! He
4: lied. He's, he was telling everybody he could play D one ball, and then we went to the game, and I don't know what D one college he went to, but
1: <laughs> oh damn,
4: it wasn't it wasn't in America.
1: I can tell you that. <laughs> hey, shout out Sergio and his college basketball experience. Man, what is uh, uh? How do the how do the Lakers move forward? I mean, we know the Nuggets are going to go to the finals, play the the Heat or the. Yeah, they're gonna play the Heat.
3: Yeah, but yeah. where do the
1: where do the Lakers go from here? I've talked to people that say, you know, cap situation—they're not gonna be able to be, bring back both Rui and Reeves. Um, they're gonna have LeBron and AD. What what do they do? No draft picks. Where do we go from here? Just try again next year with the same roster?
4: That's what you have GMs for, man. And they have their people who find money things, and they can. There's a way. There's always a way. The money guys on teams, that's their job, to find loopholes or to store money here, to shorten a contract here. So this money there, you know, there's ways to keep those guys. But matching matching is going to be hard. They can still do that, but they're going to have to rework a lot of things, not just player contracts, but in the organization to have that money. But I think you go to ask LeBron, and if you were LeBron and you lost like that, wouldn't you be willing to restructure your contract for a chance at the championship before you retire?
1: I think he's just buying his time, waiting for his son. Um, See, that's the thing, though. He holy So shit. My, my whole
4: my whole reasoning is,
1: yep, yeah, told you that's one MVP. There you go. I'm, uh, looking, I'm looking at the <laughs> the contracts uh, next year. the The players that are signed are Max Christie Jr., Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba, Malik Beasley, and then Anthony Davis for forty million, and LeBron James for fifty three million.
3: Run so, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's
4: all we need. V- Vanderbilt and Mamba, that's those are really good uh, building blocks. They're still young. They're 25 still and young. 20. They, yeah, they're still young. Uh, okay. Again, my reasoning for asking like LeBron and Nike is because, well, LeBron better because he's got the championships.
1: He doesn't need the money. He has a uh, billion dollar
0: contract with Nike. Like,
1: right, right. Chill. Yeah. I mean, well, so. LeBron and AD are locked in until 24-25. So, for two what? more seasons after this, they have a player – they both have player options in 24-25 and 20, 24, 25 season. So I think
4: they can restructure and sign people. I think the drastic thing to do would be if you're going to deal somebody, you're going to try and deal AD. He's younger. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a lot of guys who need big men. and uh, I think there's more guys willing to play with AD now because you can put him on a team like – for instance, uh, Miggs is a, a Dallas fan. He can go there and Luke can still be number one while Davis is number two. No qualms. With Kyrie yep. there, it's hard because they both want the ball. I know Kyrie's saying stuff like, um, you know, I'm accepting to to taking a backup role, but that's hard. You've been an alpha dog. You know what I mean? I think Davis can be a number two and Luke can still keep his number one spot. He's not yeah. I, I honestly, to
2: um, I honestly wouldn't mind uh, taking AD. In exchange for uh, maybe like if a uh, sign in trade with like Reeves. Dwight Powell. <laughs> oh no no uh, uh, give us taking, Dwight Powell. giving you yeah. guys uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. uh oh nice nice yeah if if you guys like that, it that, that'd <laughs> that be good like to we'll draw it up right now. Let's get the call <laughs> let's get everything we'll give you a number ten pick too. We got we yeah. that pick this year, so yeah, yeah
1: exactly. I, I feel like the the the, the multiverse of Lakers fandom, like the way things could have been back in 2000, what is it, 19 when LeBron came over and then AD came over and they ended up jettisoning like the whole squad of these, a bunch of young players that we drafted highly for a long time. Um, And then you have the timeline that we have where LeBron came and won us a championship, but you know we don't have anything in the coverage to trade. We don't have a lot of young players. We gave up a bunch of draft picks already. Um, So I don't know what the way out is. I guess just signing mid-level players and vets to get under the cap.
2: Would you guys take a Dylan Brooks?
1: Nah. (laughs) Is he on his way to China? Yeah,
4: him and and Grant Williams are about to play for the same team in China.
1: Hey, if Dylan Brooks – Grant
4: Grant Williams
1: just caught on the other side of that Jimmy buckets. (laughs) Yeah, they should of send Jason people. Tatum of or fucking Jalen
0: Brown. They're busters. Yo, how are they down
1: 3 yeah. 0? Jason
0: Tatum hasn't scored in the fourth quarter in this series. What uh, a point? He's been a dud. What? Yeah, zero points. He he I think he's wow. only taken one shot. Two shots.
4: Oh that's Peyton yeah. pitched fault. Getting the ball.
0: 312 <laughs> million or something that he's due next year for five years, super max because he got first team. Oh, yeah. Uh, You need to be fucking drawing up some plays, figuring it out. Like, I see LeBron. I see Jokic. They're taking the clipboard and be like, this is what the fuck we're about to do. I never see that with Joel. I never see that with Jason Tatum. And these guys, like, Joel won the MVP. Jason Tatum is, like, supposed to be fringe MVP. But when the world needs you most, you vanish. What are you, the avatar? What
1: is going on
2: here? He's busy texting Kobe. Right.
1: (laughs) I'm the green man. Hey, he had that. He had what? That 51 point game seven in uh, the semifinal round. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he needs to be more consistent and demanding and producing more.
2: I think it just says a lot about Jimmy Butler. Like that guy's just such a monster, man. Like he's he literally blew up uh, the Bucks, who were the number one seed. So I mean, <clears throat> it it. It's I can't really like blame Boston too too much, like they've kind of consistently held the top spot or near the top spot since his like rookie year, since Tatum's rookie year, like two thousand seventeen. So it's like, man, you know, like how 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 much better can you do? I guess, but yeah, no, they should be beating this Heat team. They don't have a single win. It's it's rough, but yeah.
1: Um. It does that just speak to how much of a dog Jimmy Butler is, that he's able to get his team to also join him in taking down these juggernauts?
2: He's like a Kawhi light, I like to say. Like, he has the defense. um, He he can, you know, run an offense just completely by himself. He can, like, swing the whole momentum of a game literally just by himself. He's, you know, by all accounts and standards of, like, uh, how tall NBA players are, how fast they are, he he's not really anything special. He's like 6'6". He's not like some sort of athletic freak like Giannis or something. Mm-hmm. But man, that guy has like the will of a beast. Like he just has the spirit yeah. of some sort of like ancient like warrior. That guy will just go crazy until like he gets to the very end. So I'm, I'm like looking forward to uh, him and uh, Jokic going at it, and it will be him and Jokic for sure.
1: When because he's he's played like his father that war.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Michael <laughs> yeah.
1: <Jamichael> Jordan. Butler <laughs> Jordan. Um, I was reading Jimmy Butler's uh, Wikipedia, and it says that he, even though his father left at an early age, he still talks to him nowadays. Like, he's repaired those relationships. Even though his mom kicked him out when he was 13, now that he's older, he still talks to them. And I was like, it doesn't say it's not Michael Jordan. Yeah.
2: So... He's, a, he's a rolling stone.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo know, I guess so Jimmy Butler in the heat we're not supposed to beat the bucks you know they're not supposed to beat the the Celtics when they go they to have the finals, to sweep them though they have to they, sweep them when they go to the finals they're not supposed to be able to beat the nuggets and what they just did and how complete of a team they are but Jimmy Butler is Look. the case against that
4: regular season is regular season I get it you still gotta play those games, you still gotta win those games. But once you get into the playoffs, it's different. It's different. Anybody can win the best. I know they're still on paper, probably a better team, but Miami's scrappy, man. Miami's got guys that do exactly what they need to do. That's how teams win. You know, Plus, instead of waiting for Jason Tatum to score, waiting for, you know, Jaden Brown or waiting for LeBron to score a thousand points and carry the team to the finals. You watch teams like Denver, where everybody does what they're supposed to do. Miami, where everybody's following Jimmy's lead. You know, everybody's contributing. That's how you win. And you know what both those teams do? Play really great defense.
2: Team downs. I I see uh, Oladipo or DeAndre Jordan winning a ring this year. It's kind of crazy to think that that's actually going to happen, you know? Well, I mean, uh,
1: Russ gets a ring, too. You would have got a ring?
2: Yeah, if the Lakers could have won a yeah. single game.
1: Russ and Pat Bev would have got rings. So yeah, people yeah. are like, yeah. We ain't, we ain't talking about that shit no more,
2: guys. We're not <laughs>
1: done, all right? We're, We're still done.
3: thinking. You know, I, already
0: know, I already know Migs is like, shut that shit up.
4: <laughs> the, only, the only ring uh, Pat Bev is getting is like ringworms, man. Fuck that, dude. He said
1: ringworms. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Luka Doncic. Are you guys familiar with this guy? Luca Doncic? for the for the yeah, I heard
2: about him. He's pretty good.
1: Dallas yeah. Mavericks. Dude's Nice.
0: I uh I'm trying to play him in Overwatch, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. A, he
2: plays Overwatch. Yeah. He's a grandmaster.
0: What? Just another he <laughs> in many Overwatch? skills. Yeah. He's fucking top tier. So there's top five hundred, and the level below that is grandmaster. And Luca Doncic is a grandmaster.
2: He's just the savants in so many things.
1: <laughs> You no, know, hey, he's man. a professional basketball player that also is one of the top overwatch players in the world
3: yep Confirmed. no offense yeah.
4: no offense to miggs i know you a dallas but i mean he's a grand master because he's not in the playoffs what else is he gonna do
2: <laughs> i mean no i agree that guy <laughs> i think he gave it his all you know we just kind of failed filled him like dallas just kind of filled him as a front office and. I I honestly am on the fire Jason Kidd train. I know that you guys had him for a little while. He's great as an assistant coach, but as soon as you put him in the driver's seat, he'll just try to drive this thing straight into the river. Like this guy's not who everyone thinks he is. A lot of times people kind of confuse his amazing career as a player with um, being half competent as a coach. Like, I'll point out another player's so-called player's coach, right? Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, you know, he's a elite choker. Like, that guy, you know, You it's one thing to be a locker room manager, and it's another thing to draw up X's and O's. It's another thing to make adjustments. You know, even James Harden and Joel Embiid complained that, you know, they are only doing as much as they can as players, but the direction just wasn't there. And I feel the same way about Jason Kidd. In fact, I feel even worse about him. I feel like he's sabotaging our team. You know, he picks out certain players he doesn't like. And then he says, you know what? We're going to play mind games with you. It's, it's super unnecessary. And it just kind of affects the rest of the team. That's why we suck this year. Other other reasons too, but you know. <laughs>
1: it's saying, j, you still call him j Mid. Um,
2: yeah, he's worse. He's been demoted now to like Jay, like a uh, lid. Jay mm-hmm. Reggie,
1: <laughs> Jay regular. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That a lot of these former player coaches, they don't really, um you know, you can't really tell the difference between their legendary careers, and then people are like, well, then they'll they'll come in and just you know, all their successful will. Um, bleed out onto the rest of the players and people will soak that up and then we'll we'll be going I feel like Chauncey Billups is another example over here in Portland is a former player that was really good that got the job but his coaching I mean he might be cool with players right players look up to these former players they're like oh this is an OG this is a guy who's been there in the league um but that doesn't mean that they know how to coach how to win basketball games, how to are draw getting, up well, plays, how to figure out the mismatches. I mean,
4: full agreement of what you guys are saying, but for like Chauncey Billups, are you grading his coaching on with the Blazers alone? Because that franchise alone, that organization right now, is a lot more uh, horrible off than just Billups. Like their team's not that good. Their front right. office isn't going to spend money you know?
1: Where did, Chaunce, no, did Chauncey I'm coach like, before? Asking. No, I'm going off of his – just his head coaching for so the last two years okay. with the Blazers. I mean, I, I, I get I, I get that because, like, both of you were saying, like, it's hard for
4: guys to, like, watch guys and see them play when they were great, and then uh, now they're coaching you. Like, no, nah, he, he's going to break out. He's going to be a good coach. It happens. I mean, but coaching is just like play. Now that everybody's going to pan out, you know, just because they play ball. But uh, I think Chauncey Village, he, he's been a head, uh, head coach. An assistant coach, uh, for a little bit, and he's he's developed a lot of players. Um, was great in a lot of systems. This is his first time as a head coach, so I think maybe maybe just give him a few years. I'm not saying he's not part of the problem in Portland, I'm just saying that Portland as a whole needs more than just Chauncey Billis to step up. So, I mean, maybe give him like I know you got Dang, but then what else do you have? You got a couple of young guys. Are good, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Shaden Sharp came in, yeah. uh, Simons, Simons, Aunt Simons. And, no, yeah, exactly. Those Batiste. two Jeremy and Grant.
2: Them. Now you guys got the number three pick, so but it's gonna be another good play. Grant,
4: Grant I, he's a good it's, role player, uh, not but, Scooter Wemby, though. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Which, but people. uh, I think they should have traded Merkits a long time ago because his value has dropped so much. Um. Yeah. He wasn't worth the toilet paper they signed him with. So, uh,
2: I mean, the yeah, there's is just a the lot game. of stuff.
4: Yeah, and and, and the, the guys there, the, the 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 heads of the team, they're not willing to spend money out there. They go out and get these uh, like regular dudes to come in and help Dame and expect Dame to carry the load, kind of just like in L.A. with LeBron. So I think I think they're uh, again, if you want to flashback the Lakers in the off season, I think they should try to work something out with. Uh, with portland for that number three pick because they're willing to shop the pick because they're they're in win mode now and they're, they they want to cater to to dame so i mean the number three pick straight up for ad
1: i don't know Whew. i feel like ad <laughs> would have to be a multiple first round pick but i mean i i want ad because i believe in the potential right if he's he's a great he could be the greatest two-way player like Dunks, shots, three pointers, guarding, being able to defend, all these blocks. But he just doesn't um, have it in like to bring any of that out. He's got the potential, but it's never. He's never going to reach that potential. So I'd be fine with training him. You put him ahead of Kevin Garnett. Uh, what? Oh, a two-way. I thought I thought Mm -hmm. Kevin Garnett was much more defense. Nah, he average I mean, Kim Bernard could was, get you
2: 25. Yeah.
1: He was nice.
4: Yeah. He got an
2: MVP. He was think.
4: nice. You put him ahead, you put you put AD ahead of Alonzo. Uh
2: Mourning? Morning, yes. Wait, uh, wait for
4: sure. Alonzo Oh, Alonzo! No, no,
2: no, 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 no. No, yeah. no. Never.
4: Morning, morning <laughs> defensive, yeah, defensive and, and rebounding guy. But Is, one of the greatest to do that. I mean, was Hakeem shooting threes? Be good if Olaju? you wanted to. If if he was fighting
2: today's
1: NBA, definitely he would he would be shooting threes because oh. that's what everybody else. Is doing. Elijah yeah. one
2: was the only MVP and uh, defensive player of the year and Finals MVP in the same year, and he followed that up with another Finals MVP too. So uh, I
3: mean,
4: everybody ranks him like one of the greatest. I and that's tough because they they rank him amongst the greatest, but I still think he's very very. Uh, I guess escape.
2: Don't say overrated. <laughs> no,
4: underrated, sorry. Uh yeah. underrated. Like people people really sleep on him. Because they have been great players, yeah. but Elijah man, he has gotta be at least top five for some people. Like, I don't know how he's not.
1: Were those titles after Jordan retired? Or when he, Jordan yeah. was gone?
2: yeah, yeah they mean, were Jordan <laughs> would have lost anyways, man. He
1: That's still had saying. to go
2: through some teams. Like Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I think Hakeem Elijwan is Probably the most slept-on greatest player then, yeah.
2: Because he people definitely. talk about how
1: dominant he was and how how he changed the game and how he was such a, a presence. But I don't really remember a like he, he a was highlight the, like he was one of the players. You don't remember where, a highlight? I can't remember. A, I can't remember. <laughs> a specific, how tall are you? A specific. <laughs> I can't remember a specific Hakeem Olajuwon play. Dream there's a lot of there's dream shit. Oh, David Robinson. Hey, that's how you know I'm on a pod with some ballers. They're like, Come what? On, man.
2: <laughs> well, well, let me let me tell you this, right? Like Hakeem Olajuwon. What year was he drafted? 83? Say, 83?
1: 1984
2: 84? And yeah, guess who else was drafted in that year? Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So he ever just- do it. This was the one time where Sam people Perkins. saw someone drafted over um Michael yeah, Jordan and they San said that the wasn't game. a bad pick. That actually was that actually worked no. out.
4: Yeah, it worked out. It worked out. And how many other guys went through like true Ramadan? Like my man didn't. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. All he did was drink water, went one playoff game. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: He wasn't like Kyrie eating a banana on the side and yeah, you know, it's Ramadan, but Like yeah,
1: like just water. (laughs) That's all he drank. Just water. Just water. Wait, where is where is Hakeem on the NBA pyramid on the Mount Rushmore on the the greatest like the top five top ten list?
2: For me, he's five. I put him top ten for sure.
1: Mike, do you have a number for Hakeem in the halls
0: of greatness? Top ten. is like top. Five top ten of all players. That's what yeah. you guys are saying?
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I would say he's definitely a top seven center in my book. Top seven center? Center? Center. Yes.
1: So, so there's better centers.
0: Um, yeah, I think so. Maybe top five. I would like, let's see, we got Kareem, we got
2: Wilt, we got Shaq. I like Shaq. So yeah, I'll put him Tim Duncan is considered what? Power, forward. Oh, power forward.
0: forward, yeah, like a four.
2: It's still? Are we still saying that? Yeah.
4: Hey, that's what he played, man. I, I mean, he's standing
0: next to, next to David Robinson, right? next to David Robinson. <laughs> David <laughs> exactly. Robinson the I, that's but true, after,
1: yeah, that's true. That's after right, David right. Robinson left, did the Spurs have a traditional center or did they just have it was two like, power? Uh, yeah, they did. They, had, Splitter. They, they, they played Splitter, pretty, but they also yeah. played D.L. Al at center
4: until he was on office. Then D.L. kind of played like uh, point forward. But
2: Bro. he was their defensive center. Rasha and Nisterovic and shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, is it the same thing with AD where AD's like, I don't want to play five because he just wants to match up at four or he wants to be more free, more on the wing? Tim
2: Duncan, I, I think I'll put him at power forward. Yeah. Cause there was always that conversation of who's better, Garnett or Dirk or Tim Duncan. And they all played the same position. So,
3: yeah. they just
4: played in the same year. I, personally, I would have picked Garnett, but you're talking about AD. Why does AD go? Because he's not mad enough to say. He's
2: too fragile. Yeah.
1: Definitely yeah. fragile. Fragile is gonna be a word that follows him and his career.
2: And that sucks. Well. Wow.
1: Um, you brought up Kyrie Irving and his banana during Ramadan. <laughs> uh Kyrie, according to Brian Winhurst, I think it was today or maybe late yesterday, he's talking about uh there is an appetite. This is a quote. There is an appetite around the league to sign Kyrie Irving. Um, I mean, I, I feel like
2: it's, it, I feel like it'll, when he says me. that, it's not something that, like, uh, no one knows. It's kind of common knowledge that everyone wants Kyrie. Everyone yeah. wants Harden. But, you know, unless there's a team that can offer him more money than the Mavs and there's not, I don't see him leaving. At the very worst, I could see him forcing a sign-in trade By you know having us sign him to the max contract that he wants, and then being traded to the team of his choice. But then even then, he wouldn't really get a choice. It would be more like we would pick what's best for us, like what we would receive the best package for him. But by all accounts, like it seems like he's really down to stay in Dallas. Maybe that's just me being hopeful, you know, or Mm -hmm. looking at it with rose-colored glasses. But you know.
1: As, well, as a Mavs fan, do you think Kyrie is just manufacturing this latest buzz, or people are just uh, Brian Windhurst is reporting on this appetite, or I think um, like it's um, a just mixture... to get a contract with the Mavs done. Just to try to kind of force the Mavs hands. There, there's
2: always kind of leverage being worked on in the background. Um, you know, a lot of times the stuff that you hear isn't necessarily like the truth. It's more like well let's see what we can kind of get going in a certain direction with like negotiations, you know, but I actually do believe that Kyrie is like willing to stay. I I, I don't see what other team, I mean, besides like the Lakers, I guess, but what do you really want to do all of that all over again? There's a reason he left Cleveland in the first place. So so I, I, I just think, you know, he's how old? 31 now. He, it's it's getting a little late to kind of be playing games at this point where it's like he just wants to do one one year this one year that kind of like what Harden was doing with a Brooklyn with a 76ers I, I think he's just trying to get a good contract stay with a good market team he has a LeBron protege pretty much and Luca and they just gotta get fix all the other pieces so
1: Le- oh Kyrie gets to redo the LeBron like tag team, but instead he's got Luka Doncic. Uh, Luka, who scored 32.4, rebounded 8.6, and had eight assists per game last year. That is that not MVP conversation numbers? Yeah, but
2: our, our team stats, our team record, just kind of put him out of the conversation.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. at, I
2: believe we were 10th, which was good enough for us to keep our pick and not allow it to convey to the New York Knicks, but... I don't know what we're gonna do with 10. If you guys want it for Reeves, you know, we're we're
3: down. (laughs) down.
1: Leave Austin Reeves alone. I think he's coming back. I mean, not to talk about the Lakers for too much longer, but Austin Reeves, bro, making some shots. He's like he'd be making this and ones, be taking the contact and and making these crazy sideways leading uh shots. Definitely helpful. Um yeah, do you guys want Mike? Are you interested in Kyrie Irving joining the Lakers?
0: Um, no, because we already can barely afford our team right now, and then we're just going to add another fat contract to that. True. We'd have to get rid of Anthony Davis or LeBron. But I don't. Th- I think LeBron's locked in, man. You he can't. He's untradeable. So, yeah, no. LeBron. The answer for me would be no. I don't know, ball
4: untradeable. <laughs>
1: No one is untradable. No I mean, one but is
4: untradable.
1: LeBron's locked into L.A. He lives in L.A. He's got uh, at sun least goes two. USC. Yeah, his son goes to USC at least for another year. Uh, or at least for one year. So, yeah, LeBron in L.A. It seems like the thing. And him and A.D. have the same uh, agency, right? Rich Paul. So they're, they're going to be – I feel like they're going to be locked in together maybe for the rest of lebron's career um anthony every nice. other davis lebron's gonna have to
4: nice. carry him his whole career that sucks
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's tough to to kind of really digest and realize that you know the guy we traded a bunch of things away for isn't gonna really fulfill that um that trade tag for real, i you would look rather at the... uh, oh go ahead sorry
2: Oh so, no, sorry, it If you if you look at the free agent market, I mean, it's not horrible. In fact, I feel like there are some players on the Nuggets that are probably looking for a bag. Like, what do you guys think about Bruce Brown? It's a defensive stopper, nice, He's
3: fast. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm down for defensive players who can put their head down and get a bucket in transition. Yeah. That's fine. But- does Does Bruce Brown shoot?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he only shot like. He only made like what six points or something tonight, but those were really well timed shots. Yeah, like uh, they he came in when it counted,
1: played the uh Tristan Thompson X Factor role, sparked a
3: bunch yeah. of you know, and there's a bunch plug. of other,
2: bunch of other randoms like Jeremy Grant's who are on the market. Uh, let me see, I don't know if you guys want Karis LeVert or Harrison Barnes.
1: Harrison Barnes still out there. Nice. On the Kings, yeah. on the Kangs.
4: I know. I know the Grizzlies are looking for a shooter because they're losing one.
3: <laughs> wait, which one?
4: John, they Moran only got or one. Dylan they only got one. They only got one shooter on that team. <laughs> uh, wait, <laughs> what kind of shooting are
1: you talking about? You ever, you ever hey, see man.
2: that meme of a? It's like a four. Uh, players, the greatest shooters ever is like one is Reggie Miller is <laughs> P- and then the other one is like Ray Allen and is a bus the Boston, Boston Celtic and then you see like one it's a still of uh, the Instagram video of John Morant holding the <laughs> <his> gun,
1: <laughs> John Morant holding the gun up to his face like this. We just yeah, that's crazy. John Morant, thoughts and prayers, bro. I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll get it together and learn to stop carrying firearms on social yeah, media. Pretty. After Nike hey, drops, him, hey man, but... I hope he learns to speak
4: some kind of European language, or he learns to speak, you know, <laughs> Chinese, because that's 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 where
1: it looks like he's gonna be playing for a little bit, bro. Oh, wait, is John Morant in danger of losing his contract and being kicked out of the league? No, oh, no. That's no. That... no, not really. Just like a fat suspension is what it's I imagine. It's a it's a nice time for the off to Let that cool down for the league, right? Oh yeah, they'll just give him a suspension. They should give him a year a long suspension. I feel like a year is a lot.
4: I feel yeah, like he was just guy. in his
0: backyard, man. and
4: I, I, I feel like having to tell someone twice not to do something you already did is a lot.
1: Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Well, What number of games would you say Forrest? You say 82? Should I'd a thousand. But, yeah, 82 is good. I'd say over I'd,
0: 41.
1: I'd say 41. Right?
2: I would say 40, half the season as well. Just because if you suspend them for the whole season, it kind of sets a weird precedent. Like, okay, are we all supposed to be on our best behavior and Instagram lives and stuff? Like, what what else are you going to be yeah. digging up on? Like, people would just try to dig up everything on everyone. So,
3: yeah, I, mean, I feel that's
1: like that's kind of lately, like people will dig up shit on you if they don't like you. You're and canceled. And everybody's You're got canceled. shit on yeah. their Facebooks or old timelines or stuff that you'd probably – Want to take back in 2023, but uh, speaking of European languages, Victor Wembanyama over here to the San Antonio Spurs, the French maybe, kid.
0: Maybe. Oh, you don't know. You never know.
1: Oh, he might decide to <laughs> stay in the European League, and
0: no, I mean maybe they don't draft him number one. How often has
1: <laughs>
3: how often has a
0: uh, a really long lanky guy been super productive in the nba i thought like the last guy was like this chet yeah,
3: goes yeah.
0: but i mean we he he might come back filthy we don't know but like uh christophe porzingis he was kind of like built mm. similarly to this guy and I uh, he's been somewhat successful i mean i don't think he's lived up to the potential that everyone thought he was going to be like Porzingis? Oh, yeah he could dribble yeah, shoot. yeah. Sure. shots, kind of like
2: ad just injured all the time and yeah that's what i'm saying
0: maybe spurs are like you know we don't want to have to deal with this injury oh shit. no
2: i i don't agree with that though like i'll no, bet every single i'm side, being optimistic but <laughs> i'll bet all my money the in the world i bet yeah, all my money in the world they take him number one for sure <laughs> confirm that
0: like Tony Parker, Manu, and Tim Duncan oh, are gonna be mentoring him.
1: Bro, that's crazy. They've already got like, it set up. They've got, the, prophecy, they've got the big huh? brother program set up already. There's like, come on down, bro. We got a Frenchman waiting for you. He speaks your language. We got a bald Argentinian. We got a dreadlocked Caribbean guy. These guys are gonna <laughs> come in here. These are some some of the greatest players, right? Of our time. Tony Parker, that's that Spurs team, um, pop, and they're mm. they're all gonna be you know, with this phenom. It seems do,
2: like destiny. Yeah.
1: Do you guys think it's gonna it's gonna work? Or like Mike says, his lanky self and his body isn't gonna be able to take that pressure of the grind of the league for, you know, 82 games.
2: I I think it's kind of interesting how like Pop is a really he's a system coach. So he designs the system and then he kind of plugs players in where he feels like they belong but I think for the first time ever he has a player where he has to design a system around this player because this guy we've never really seen his talents before he's legitimately like seven five he's literally like Yao Ming with Kevin Durant skills like that's unprecedented it's 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 something where you have to say okay like whatever has been working we we got to throw it all in the trash and we got to like go to the next level with this kid because this kid is like really something else, you know?
4: I get that. But I also seen Kenny Lofton rip the new asshole and Kenny Lofton wasn't even drafted. He went through the G league just to get to the Grizzlies. So we'll see. I, I, we got to see him play against actual, like, I mean, he wasn't even that much in, in, in the in the Olympics when he was, and or when he played like hoop something. He still had a hard time playing against Chet, who's also in the league. So, I mean, we can say all this stuff. And we've seen the workouts. We've seen him play in the leagues he's playing in now. He's a great player. But, again, we have to see him play against these guys in the league. Because the guys in the league are literally the best players in the world.
1: This is, is, some are saying, the next uh, LeBron-level hype player uh, to enter the league. But
4: people um, put him ahead of LeBron as the number one prospect ever. That's ridiculous. right. Well,
1: I mean, Stop playing. with social media and like the reach that people's phones have these days, I feel like Victor Wembanyama at like might have been seen by more. But then I also saw a tweet that people were like, "Nah, LeBron's high school games were on ESPN one. Like, bro, it was he super. Had, he had tickets selling
4: at like three thousand dollars to come watch this game."
2: Yeah, it was a uh, LeBron versus a uh, Oak Hill Academy. Uh two two oh, man, two years actually. One when he was a junior and then another when he one, was a senior. Too. Yeah.
1: So, well, I'm, maybe it's just because this kid is in another country.
2: True. It's,
1: it's still hype here for him, but like we don't even no, see yeah. him on the day to day. And we're whole a whole country's
0: of... excited about that shit over there, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like right. only basketball fans are excited here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But like I Not said, like with the Yao Ming hype, you know, the whole country was behind Yao Ming. They're like, fuck yeah, we're yeah. about this shit.
2: All-star every year.
0: If yeah,
1: every year. Him, my guys maxed out the fan vote.
2: <laughs> they had to change
1: it because of him, Yao Ming. Uh, you <laughs> want to see him get work, man. Go watch uh,
4: the clip where France played the United States and Kenny Lockton was on that team. Kenny Lockton Jr. Uh, he gave him pitch, man, for uh, a yeah. seven big man. They, they
2: said they said something similar about Luca when they were playing a preseason game and Ben Simmons was supposedly locking him up. And they were saying, "Ah, oh, yeah, Luke, this guy Luca is not ready for the NBA, man. Look how he does against uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. But, you know, we, we definitely got to see him play, though, in the NBA first, for sure.
1: It's exciting. It's a different thing that people haven't seen before. And to see a 7'5 teenager born in 2004 – Crazy. Enter the league, and if he's able to do what he was able to do in uh the LNB Pro A League, like, it's, it's going to go off. It's going to be crazy. And the Spurs are going to yeah. definitely have to craft their offense around this kid and his skill set instead of just trying to place him inside their system. Jeremy Sochon. Is so that <laughs> Who's that? He's, he's a. Uh, he's, he's a <laughs> the he fact a that color. you
4: have to say
1: who's that? Who's he that? Like
0: Usher. He's a little. Well, <laughs> so, he yeah. got like some
2: blonde hair.
4: Who is uh, he called? out just recently. He called out someone just recently.
2: Russell Westbrook. Or...
4: <laughs> I was like, stop it, my guy. Stop it.
1: Um. Yeah. So when does when does he when is the draft?
2: Draft is, I June? believe, right after the finals. Yeah. Like uh, June something, I think.
1: Twenty second.
4: It's always like around the 22nd and the 21st.
1: This is crazy. Giannis Mm -hmm. says in 2045, everybody is going to look like Victor. Just a bunch of seven foot shooters. Like in the NBA or like in general? In the, yeah, in the NBA. Oh, <laughs> he he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. Hey, LA fitness pickup games are going to be wild when everybody's seven <laughs> foot and slaps. Like, like,
4: I'm moving to Mars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, definitely exciting to see. Um, do you guys have any other basketball uh, thoughts before we – Transitioned into last night's American Idol finale. So,
2: who, who do you guys have Denver or Miami? I Man. got Denver in
1: six. Nice, nice. I got I? Denver in seven.
2: <sighs> yeah, I got Denver in seven as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Miami in five. Ooh. I like it. Woo-hoo! I like it. It's a hot hey. take. Jimmy Jordan. Like I was saying kick. in the
0: group chat if Miami goes to the finals, then Pat Riley will have. Either been a player, coach, or like a big decision maker in 19 NBA finals. Yeah. Which would be 20, like about 25% hey. of them. That's crazy.
1: We that's were just, yeah, man. we were just talking about best former players to be a coach or a manager or owner. And I didn't have Pat Riley up there, but that's a, that's a crazy stat to so think about what he did with the Lakers, what he did in the front office with the Heat or as a coach with the Heat and then front office. Bigs, too, I think. Ooh. The
2: I think if uh Heat if the Heat win this year, then that secures Jimmy Ballots or Jimmy Butler's first ballot Hall of Fame vote right there if he wins it this year.
1: That's so, a good point because he doesn't have like like you said the draft pedigree or the right. physical attributes. Not that even does have actually, that. Yeah. Not as oh, much what? as others.
2: You know, no, he he has a couple, but you know, he's never ever been like mm. the best. Like Kawhi's always been the better version of him, but. He has a chance. He stays no. healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah that, that's Fair. underrated. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy
1: Butler plays. Nah. That's he just plays Kawhi's. hard and he plays games. Kawhi's autistic, man.
4: You got to sit out games.
1: <laughs> that's, is that the why? bright lights can be
4: a little He's autistic, much. man. Look at him. He's on the spectrum. He's... Watch every interview. Watch him on the bench. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's autistic. <laughs>
2: He, he's from Moreno um, um, Valley, which is like close to me. And I can tell you a lot of people are, are kind of like him over there. <laughs> so oh, make, they're make
0: just sense. like. They're That's because just... they all autistic. Must be something in the wild. I don't
1: For think really? they're all autistic. Iam um, <laughs> Tongi wins season 21 of American Idol. That yeah. shit went hard, bro. We were watching it live. I don't know. You guys were watching last night? Yes. That, to see yeah. that whole thing, to see Megan Danielle go up, to see Colin Stow, and then hey. <laughs> and then the kid from Hawaii, Em goes up. What did he perform first? He had to perform a Keith Urban song. Yeah, I thought that was crazy yeah. that there was a category, that, like you had to pick some of these songs instead of going with like just whatever you thought was your best chance to make it to the. Well, because
4: I mean, I, I guess because Keith Urban was he's been a big you, part of American Idol for a long time, so he used to then, be a
1: judge. Or a coach. Yeah, used to be a judge.
4: A judge. Um, yeah. yeah, it was amazing to see.
0: And then like we called it, like you said, the James Blunt Monsters.
1: Bro. Yeah. Yeah. He sang Keith Urban song. He sang Kaloi Kai's Cool Down. That was cool dope. Down, uh, Which is then, the number one, uh
4: it's the number one reggae song on uh iTunes right now. And guess what number two is? Bro, that's just Monsters. Small Spar- no. Breezy spawn breezy number oh, two shit. The 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 sh- so he played and, two.
1: and then he played third he played his new single i'll be seeing you and then or or third he played monsters and then last they closed right. out with his new single yo james blunt is wild this fool over Bruh. here with the vibrato right
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like shaking the mic and just like really intense and I was like, bro, you gonna make this fool cry. And he started
3: crying.
4: But I think Yo. that's what I think that's what sent him over the edge, man. That's what made him
1: win, man. It made him real again. That uh yeah, what was it like, Mike, when you when you saw James Blunt out there with him? I was like,
0: my first thinking. reaction was this guy looked like he had some work done on him. His face is so freaking smooth, and <laughs> I was like, that doesn't seem natural. If, especially from how he sings, like, oh, like mm-hmm. your face should be looking a little <laughs> less tight in the mouth area. But this shit was fucking mm-hmm. locked in. Um, and then I was like, wow, that's why I never heard of this song before, because when you sing it, I don't like it that much. <laughs> but when he sings it, it's fucking tight. <laughs>
1: yeah. I remember hearing the audition version and then going back to listen to the James Blunt version. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is uh, I don't even know what words he's saying. But when Ian sings it, it's like and of course, with the story with his uh, father, Rodney, passing away. Yeah, it just it matched up and that, you know, that really took a hold in a lot of people's hearts. And then he just went through this season having a good time seeing with his friends that he's making and just performing on stage the judges loved him the audience loved him america loved him they voted for him as the american idol um yeah. forrest what do you what do you think this means for em and for the rest of pacific islander singers out there well,
4: for him it's gonna be big man like you said, he, they had to leave Hawaii because uh, the term right now is priced out of paradise. You know, mm-hmm. uh, local people can't live in Hawaii anymore because you can't afford it. So, I mean, and the money he made in the in it, it'll do nothing if he moves back to Hawaii, because yeah. I think the prize money is like two hundred fifty thousand plus the recording uh, contract. But you take two hundred fifty thousand to Hawaii and you still move into the ghetto because that's all you can afford. So well, but you mean, get
1: 125000 dollars when you win, and I think it's 125000 dollars if you complete a new album for Hollywood Records within four months of winning American Idol. So that's how you can get right. the two hundred fifty thousand. But then lawyers, you know, agents, whatever else needs yeah. to take a cut. He's not getting the full two fifty. And if no, you take no. two hundred thousand dollars to Hawaii, exactly. You're not, yeah. you're not gonna be able to it's buy a much. house with
4: that. It's not much. But the impact, I mean, it's gonna be able to like provide for a challenge for a while. Because not only is he going to get that recording contract, um, I'm pretty sure sponsors are going to start coming. There's going to be yeah. uh, a tour, of course. You know, there's a lot of things. There's just going to be a lot of doors that are open for him. And then if you speak on a bigger spectrum, like a bigger a bigger stage, um, just look at the, like I was just uh, reading those, uh, the number one single right now for reggae uh, in uh, on iTunes is and number two is Spawn bon Breezy. Two songs that he performed. That's big. Those guys are getting money now because he sang their songs on a big stage. And I know we know those songs, you know, because of where we're from.
3: Mm-hmm. But
4: imagine all the people who are hearing it for the first time now. I and mean, imagine right. how many other artists are gonna go, like they're gonna go see those artists go to the bottom of their uh iTunes profile and see the rest of the artists check those guys out, check other guys out. So it's gonna open a lot of doors. It's gonna open so many doors for doors, windows, yeah. All of that. Uh, you got the Moana movies coming up. Uh, Little and Stitch. So, like, auditions for that. You know, we're gonna find. I mean, as as a as a culture, you know, all these was if you thought like we were on the stage already, now we've just been catapulted. To like the front of the stage now, you know? So it's big. It's big. And not just for musical artists, but any, any art, uh, singers, dancers, actors, uh, podcasters, you know? Uh, people are just gonna wanna research it. it. It might, I don't know how long it's gonna last, but while it lasts, people should, you know what I mean? Fully take advantage of what's there for uh, Polynesian people right now.
1: I think it's important to try to make this not so much just a temporary, uh,
3: yeah.
1: you know, raising our views or um, exactly. It try to make it a long term thing that we can build on. You know, so it's not just a step in the door; it's more opening the door for everybody else. Yeah, um, Mike, you've you are the American Idol expert on this show. You've watched the most American yeah. Idol. Um, What's up? How do you feel about this season or and how it's compared to past seasons? I mean, obviously, we got a winner that we wanted, right? We got our guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah. his season here compared to other seasons, how important, how big, how popular uh, do you think it was for American Idol? Uh, I think it was immensely
0: popular. I feel like a lot of people, like myself, uh, became more uh, reinvested into the American Idol experience because, you know, we see somebody that represents us. I, I feel like I know a bunch of EMS. And that I think that's really yes. cool. And then, like, him blasting all these Hawaiian jams, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love every single one of those songs he played, you know what I'm saying? So it's cool to see it on the national stage. And his his audition is the most watched clip of American Idol ever period oh damn and it had more views than all the other auditions combined so for this year <laughs> so like it's, it's really cool to see it's really inspiring right like there's gonna be some kids looking out there wear slippers every day
3: yes yeah, uh... i could
0: make it too i could make it too uh, and, yo, that yeah.
1: representation, that's yeah, that's dope.
0: And I knew we like we said, we knew he was gonna win because it's our month, but like <laughs> at, at the end of the month, I don't want it to be
1: forgotten and like
0: keep it pushing,
1: keep it going, yeah, yeah. definitely keep this wave growing and rolling. Migs, uh, did you catch but, uh, the American Idol finale with I, Anthony? I'm,
2: I'm not gonna lie, um, I didn't catch American Idol, but I did see trending on Twitter like uh, a familiar sounding kind of name you know nice. so I looked it up and then it's like you know wow it's somebody pretty much who represents Pacific Islanders and it's pretty dope you know I'm, I'm assuming that uh all of us I, I think uh, grew up back home or grew up like you know in the Polynesian Islands so we know the amount of talent of in people back mm-hmm. home like we know what kind of community and you know we just need representation like we just need um a chance pretty much you give one of us a chance and then we'll be able to show out so it's it's just like so awesome you know and i hope more people like us get uh chances to do something like this you know kind of opens the doors like uh forrest mm-hmm.
1: well i think for him being on this show he didn't even sign up his mom signed him up like he wasn't even gonna do this so Maybe that's a sign to go sign up all your friends that can do shit, <laughs> because a lot of times they're just sitting around like, well, I can't really do that. Yeah, you could actually. You're really good at what you do. Go ahead and do it. Uh, sign your friends up for right. shit. Go ahead and get all I'm their about emails. Go, I'm,
4: about to, <laughs> I'm about to go sign up all my nieces and nephews for
1: UFC. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for that Moana open casting call, who went to the UFC. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey,
1: yeah. Oh, also, by the way, Ali Carvalho, uh, the voice for Moana in the original movie, uh, put out a post that she will not be playing Moana in the live action uh, film. That's made necessary, bro. <laughs> it, it was necessary. It was unnecessary like you don't gotta do a big old post about all that or I, feel, you say? I feel like disney might have assumed that she was gonna be in and might have extended it to her but as soon as she dropped the video and i'm sure she told disney before that she was gonna not take the role but as soon as she dropped that video of her not taking the role and saying how important it was for uh someone who looked like the character uh to portray uh moana disney dropped that open casting call we saw um you know 16 year old uh pacific island girl who and it explains the whole story they're looking for someone doesn't have to have any acting experience um so definitely send in your videos well i mean i'll figure out how to submit your casting call like i'll go to the thing and look up and find the link and we'll post it somewhere to make it easier but definitely look up how to submit and get yourself out there because this is another thing like like em it might just be some talented uh pacific islander out there that's just you know living their life going to high school playing music uh maybe lost their father and is dealing with it in certain ways you go sign them up for something that's going to change their life this this could be that opportunity for a pacific islander that you know so
4: I, no doubt i also think uh I also think that Disney put out the feelers and like when they announced that she would be in the movie. And then when she got the feedback and it wasn't what she liked it, was like, nah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'm gonna do it. No, nah, she she saw the
1: castings for the Lilo and Stitch and she was like, I don't I don't want that smoke. The Mylanders be getting mad when they they're non-native.
4: <laughs> I mean, she's from Hawaii though.
1: So, well, um, that's the other thing. I thought that other girl that's playing Nani was from Hawaii, but she was just born in Hawaii, and I was like, "Yeah, no, yeah." So, if you're a Filipino family that's born in Hawaii, you're not a native Hawaiian and don't fill that role as much. I, I think it, that's what that's been been what a bit... lot of native Hawaiians. No, yeah, same. it's I not think, the same. I
4: think uh, had she grown up there, maybe.
1: I Maybe think she did.
3: did. That's what did I'm she? saying.
1: I think her family moved oh. there and she grew up there, which I thought makes her a native to Hawaii. But people are like, "No, her family's Filipino and white." And oh, a lot just of gatekeeping in here. Hawaii.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say just...
0: any anyone that would be that age to play Donnie is not going to be full Hawaiian because there's nobody that age that is right. Like, yeah. I, don't all the full 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 like I don't
4: think the full Hawaiians are older people. It's like twelve left. <laughs> no, I don't, th- yeah, I don't think there's too many like left. Uh, there might be only, there might be less than 12, honestly. Uh, yeah, it's like two dudes. Like, <laughs> shit. I think, I think, I think <laughs> it's not <laughs> so much uh, bloodline. I think what they're looking for is like aesthetically, Features. what she's supposed to look. Yeah. yeah. And, uh and yeah, no, if to Hawaiians, if you're, if you were born in Hawaii and you are raised here, you're just a long term renter. <laughs>
1: That's that's what it sounded like. It was like, oh, <laughs> just because you're born here, raised here, grow up here, doesn't make you Hawaiian. So yeah.
4: no, it definitely makes you local. It doesn't make you Hawaiian. Oh uh, okay. What, yeah.
3: yeah. I
1: that's
4: think what a good everybody yeah. yeah. I think what everybody really is looking for is uh looks aesthetically. Like the girl they picked was like super light skinned, almost white, um like they want the little bit, you know, they want they need the a little.
0: Samoan or a Tongan. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty much.
4: Pretty much. There's full ones like, of those all over the place. <laughs> if you watch Little and Stitch, she got the big calves, you know, she's thick in the bottom. She's dark. She got the Polynesian
1: nose, you know, that covers most of her face. So, yeah, like you that, know. <laughs> the thing, the thing with live action films, though, especially these remakes, is they're They're going off of cartoon characters, right? Right. So, how do you find someone that is shaped like a cartoon? Like, I think a good, if you look at like the little mermaid previews that are coming out, that fish and that crab look nothing like Flounder and Sebastian. They look weird as fuck. (laughs) It's weird. It's CGI, live action. Yeah. But they're not like the cool, cute, disney cartoon characters it's not no, they're like actual crab uh, yeah, and you know it's oh who got crab eyes it's all oh, oh, it's too <laughs> real it's too real live action um yeah i hope that goes well um right. are you guys familiar with the democratic senator out of california diane feinstein
4: uh isn't she like the oldest american in the world
1: she's been around <laughs> for a while yep uh, she started serving uh, the California Senate in 1992. She was the mayor of San Francisco from 78 to 88. Uh, and yeah, she's 87 years old. I was just about to say, when was she born though? <laughs> uh, Senator Feinstein, 87 years old. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the medical. Oh, she's 89. <laughs> oh, 89. She's
0: right on the edge of 90. That's Okay.
1: She had a uh, med- medical issues that kept her uh, away from a lot of different bills that needed to be voted on. Um, and just recently has returned to the Senate um, in a wheelchair and looking
3: all Decrepid. over 89 Braille.
1: years old. Um, yeah, I, to me, it brought up the question should geriatrics americans be making laws and voting on laws that the rest of us are going to have to live with
4: no because they're out of touch with what's going on in the world today yeah
2: Yeah, i agree like i think um i think uh there should be an age limit uh i i know that maybe that might be like a ageist like thing to do to Mm -hmm. implement but it just doesn't make sense to ask Diane Feinstein how she feels about crypto regulations and stuff. You know, I, I don't yeah. see it. You would have to dumb it down for, her. and even the people who are 20, 30 years younger than her don't understand um, the changes that are happening like in the world today. And you mentioned she's been absent from a lot from voting on a lot of issues. What's the point of uh, her office? You know, um, if she can't really make a stance like someone else, would be more much better fit to speak on behalf of Californians you know as someone that lives in California right now I just think that um it's purely just a legacy kind of thing at this point and you know I don't think she cares about us honestly but you know her her party her her campaign whatever will always say like they do so I don't know
1: yeah she's got to like keep Saying that she's speaking for the constituents, but at this point, when you're being wheelchaired around the Senate, it does look like you're kind of just clawing on to the political power that you have left. Well, um, I want to know who she's
4: running against. Like they must be total idiots that she keeps getting voted
1: back in. Well, she's—I mean, she's been there for so long. She's the senior senator from out of California.
4: Um, don't you don't you stop getting voted in though when it comes time?
1: Yeah, no I'm sure you do have to get voted I think it's six years four to six years for older Senators it's six. so it, it's possible that um she just hasn't had to be voted on for the last four or five years but I th- I mean, I'm sure but this though, is her like, the, this is her last uh term her, her last breath <laughs> it might be that's the other thing they're worried about if she passes away while in office. What does it trigger? How does it take her? You know, who takes her seat? Is it decided by the governor? Is it a vote? Is it, could it be like a GOP senator could take the seat or something like that? So it's all, it's the politics and power and, and figuring that out. Um, Mike, old people making laws.
0: Man, this lady does not even know where the fuck she's at, man. (laughs) <laughs> they were trying to interview her the day she came back and they were, they were like, uh, how do you feel now that you've been gone for so long? She's like, I wasn't gone. She did. yeah. Like, You're like, what? And then there's like a couple of years ago, an interview of like kids, students going up to her to her office and asking her to like make some change for climate. You know, because mm. kids are freaking scared about the future of our planet,
1: what they're going to have to deal with.
0: And she was like, you know what? You don't know what I have to do. Just get out. Leave me alone. She she don't give a fuck. So I think you should just kick her to the crib. We make old people get like their driver's license renewed when they hit a certain age.
2: That's true. Why wouldn't
0: wouldn't we do the same thing for like real heavy hitting decision making?
1: Right. Things. Be- because they're the people that make the rules about <laughs> the, that position <laughs> the congress and the senatorial and the supreme court all that sort of well i guess I get she's difference.
0: she's like a storied politician you know like but i think she should have to give it up I, maybe we should just have people like fight for office
1: <laughs> i'll go heads with her Straight up. You become all the right. Democratic Senator in California? Yeah. I won yeah. this
0: shit. I don't even live here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I, yeah, we'd have a bunch of fucking MMA yeah, fighters I mean, <laughs> <laughs> making
2: laws. <laughs> Freaking yeah, Nate Diaz, uh, governor. I don't need
1: Nate hey. Diaz to
4: be making laws, man. Congressman uh,
1: hey. no, from Sacramento. They should, they should, they should sure. make a
4: study of. and I apologize to all my work. How many non white senators are
1: that? Sorry, say that again. Um, how many non white
4: folks are in office at that age?
1: Oh, you don't see uh, non white people in office no. at that age? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. think non white people average 89. I do think, they, old. I, don't yeah. think they I don't think they make it that far. <laughs>
4: Because we're eating Skittles. That's <laughs> Hey, man. Hey man, California's wrong for that dog. Hey, <laughs> not just because it's skittles. Oh, skittles, you cannot. If it's bad for me, let it be bad for me. You cannot. Oh, tell is this me the titanium you... that
3: they
2: found in it or something like?
4: that? Well,
1: California the... is, is is talking about passing a law that bans skittles and other. Um, yeah, I read about that. About yeah. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? It's because there's titanium <clears> in the. It, yeah. I thought it was just because it was bad for you, like sugar. No, I mean, well, he's like, no, they don't care about that. <laughs>
2: A lot of people don't know that a, a lot of FDA-approved stuff is not good for you. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's not good for you. They, but they get the label, so they are able to still manufacture it, and it's all mm-hmm. just a, a money pump.
1: Th- you know, like- This is the Food and Drug Administration of America. These are the people that right. are supposed to monitor the things that we put into our bodies and make sure that they are safe and not going to kill us either quickly or over time.
3: And And it's definitely like
1: everything else in America just kind of become capitalistic where it's like, it doesn't matter that we're super sugar and the most overweight country in the world. And we're not going to draw any corollaries there. We're just going to continue to let people sell things and then blame it on people with like cholesterol and bad hearts. It's like, oh, well, you should have known not to do that. I'm like, no shit. But I thought this was all we were Allowed to eat, really? Like this is approved, and it's not. So definitely looking at food and making sure it's not. Yeah. Absolutely, but I love
2: Skittles. I don't mind a little titanium in my diet. So. Amen, amen.
1: Just occasionally, not to every to day, you. right? Just remember <laughs> that
3: Sia song?
0: I am titanium, right? Need <laughs> some Jeez. Skittles? You will be. <laughs> right. Shout out to Sia.
4: Look, oh, man. I get it, man. People want to look out for each other, but again, man, I can't have people telling me everything. Like, like you said, the FDA is supposed to be protecting us from uh, all the bad stuff and food and drugs and stuff like that. Well, the cops are also supposed to not shoot us in the streets. So, like, so fuck it.
1: Eat your Skittles.
4: I, yeah, don't say tell me people what are I getting I shot. Do. You've already taken enough <laughs> liberties from people.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, bro. Back, man!
1: <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, I just messed that up." Sorry, it said internet something, and then it totally shut off. I was yeah, like, "Your neighbors stole Port- the Wi-Fi." Portland, uh, my neighbors do have my Wi-Fi Portland's actually. Rising.
4: Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was, I was just saying that there used to be a dude with a funny little mustache that tried to tell everybody what to do a long time ago. He, he told people what books to read. Uh, he told. People who they could uh, worship and shit like that. And that didn't work out too well for that country. So, what
1: are you talking uh, about Hitler? Yeah. I mean, hey. How did we? I was gone for <laughs> 30 seconds.
4: Yeah, bro. Right. <laughs> it,
1: it moved fast. <laughs> <laughs> the war was different 30 seconds ago. <laughs> we live in a totally different world now we need some sort of age limits on the positions that make rules for everybody and they also should be i feel like have to live with some of their decisions so if you're gonna make like fracking or water laws environmental laws especially stuff that deals with like education you can't be a 90-year-old who's going to pass away next year and be like, fuck it, I cashed in and I gave my kids some money and that's all this is worth. Amen to that.
0: In any other profession, she would have been forced
1: to retire.
0: <laughs> that's Amen. Three. For real.
1: Yeah, just assuming that older people have more experience because they've been around longer, definitely something we can attest that is not always true. Um, even though she does have a lot of experience uh, serving – her city 20 years as a mayor being a senator definitely going to all those meetings getting all that information um making a lot of money i'm sure uh as congressmen senators are one of the few groups that like beats uh um uh, street yeah wall street like and it's yep. because they yep. have daily meetings on what the country is actually going to do um so it's easy to get ahead of the markets to sell stuff to dump stuff when you know you know the announcement that's coming out at 5 p.m let me get rid of all this stuff or let me buy up a bunch of mask stock before the pandemic um i'm hella jaded with the united states government and how it works and feel like we need to fix it obviously for for our for our country and our people but that's going to be uh another conversation for another episode appreciate you guys taking your time uh and and giving your guys knowledge and perspectives on all the topics that we talked about from the you know the Lakers um to the Mavs to Victor Wembanyama to Diane Feinstein Skittles all that appreciate you guys um before we sign off I'm gonna do shout outs uh, Migs, appreciate you coming on. If you have any shout outs that you want to give out, maybe shout out to Luca, Mark Cuban, J-Mid <laughs> Uh, the floor is yours. Go ahead.
2: Oh, uh, shout out to uh, my friends, uh, Liu Asun and uh, Shauna Ping. Um, I know that you know them, Lance. Uh, oh, I, I yeah. think maybe Forrest and Mike may know them, but uh, yeah, man, just shout out oh, to luck. everyone yeah. from back home, man. And uh, yeah, it's this was a cool experience, man. Uh, thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, def- dope, definitely want to, you know, get all the great Pacific Islander sports minds together and add, having you on. It's been great. It's been an enlightening conversation. Definitely good basketball talk with, uh, with a bunch of ballers. Mike, thanks for coming on tonight, man. Any shout outs?
0: Um, Yeah, shout out to the homie, uh, Travis Thompson. Uh, he's a Berian rapper from around the way. Uh, he's kind of like Macklemore's protege. Okay. Uh, as far as Seattle rappers go. If you guys want to like sample of his music, check out the song Corner Store by Travis Thompson and Macklemore. It is about my favorite corner store that I grew up on. That's what it, the song is about. So, okay. Specifically. And uh, he's about to start his European tour next week. Um. Also, he's dropping an album next month at the end of the month, 623 23 and my dog is going to be on the cover of that album, hey. so hey, shout out Travis Thompson. Shout out to Coda.
1: Yes, sir. Um, Forrest, appreciate you joining us. Any uh, shout Forrest. outs? Yeah, man.
4: Shout out to my family, man. Uh, Paul McCoy, uh, Gina Hahn, expecting their second child. They're about to have a baby boy. Uh They just had their gender reveal today, so wow, exciting times, man! I have another nephew coming, so congratulations to the three of you, Uh Paul, Gina, and Melly, Uh expecting uh, a son and a brother. So
1: hey, yeah, man, good times. Shout out to real McCoy and Gina. Here you go, and Malia. McCoy is that a, a Will
2: McCoy's brother? Yeah. Sure. Yes, wow. Well, see, this is a small world with islanders, man.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows. Oh, Forrest lives with Will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brother. snap. Oh, yeah. crazy. they like my nice. brothers. Will and Paul like my brothers.
4: Nice. Um, in... But I am not at the house right <laughs> now. I,
1: I am in Seattle at the moment. Nice. Shout out, Seattle. He's in the woods. He's in the forest. The forest <laughs> yeah. in the trees. Literally. Literally. All right. Man, I want to shout you guys out. Uh always Forrest, Mike, Migs, appreciate you guys for coming on, sharing that knowledge. Um shout out to Maddie and Ryan Pulowski, uh newlyweds out in Hermiston. Uh me, Sammy, and Nora just went to their wedding. Uh it's a big event, fun. Uh it was hot, but you know, good stuff. <laughs> um shout out to Tattoos by Woes on Instagram for being our three hundredth follower. Um, hey, if this is the woes, who I think it is um, Warren King uh, definitely follow tattoos by woes. Um, his dad I know is does a bunch of Seattle and and art, um, and I think he's taking it and doing uh, tattoos um yeah so shout out to him for being our 300th instagram follower also uh as always shout out to Levassa island apparel brother erod brother boat out there in modesto california um yeah they're Levassa is doing uh shout outs for the rest of aapi month uh so make sure to follow their instagram and the the people that they're shouting out um yeah this month has been a bunch of different people that they've posted so it's it's definitely good to see spreading that awareness of others and just continuing to uplift you know others on whatever platforms we can um oh shout out to uh Marcus and Cepha uh, from the Polytekin podcast i think they just dropped a song they did pod boys hey pod boys right place right time pod boys run it up Bro, run definitely it up. run it up it's uh I just heard the the chorus, but I, it's like some chill, good summer. Like, I'm definitely going to be playing that. But, yeah. Fire. And finally, shout out to our listeners. Thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in each week. Uh, we will definitely see you next week with more sports, current events, pop culture, anything and everything that is going on. Uh, for MIGS, Mike Fiso, and Forrest Odalao, I am Lance Faletongo. Thanks again for listening. Stay hydrated. Stay blessed. Stay ballin'. Love and light. Peace.
3: Hey! Hmm. You just close your eyes. Don't be afraid. It's my turn to chase the monsters away.